Hey, mamas and sweet friends on the other side of this microphone, I hope today is a blessing for you and that you will be blessed by being here today. I am speaking on something I hope will be an encouragement to you so that you can turn around and be an encouragement to others. But specifically, it's the time of year when kids are going back to school and we are having kids in the classroom. So whether it's your own classroom as a homeschooling mom, as a charter school, as a private school, or as a public school, regardless of the educational situation, kids are going back to school. So what you're going to get from today's podcast are 10 ways to encourage and support your teachers this year. This one needs a pen and and a, and a way to write things down because I hope this will pour into you and encourage you so that you can pour into and encourage the teachers who are coming alongside you. And I'll throw in another note. This can apply to church for Sunday school for extracurricular folks, folks who teach your children piano, coaches, the like. So let's prepare to have a dose of encouragement for yourself and for those teachers. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Uh, teachers are under fire these days. We're expected to do, now let's look at me putting myself right back in the classroom. It, teachers are expected to do so many things these days, to be disciplinarians, to be protectors of the classroom, to be IEP writers for those children who have special needs, to individually encourage and teach and do all the things that we've always done, but even more so now. Budgets are tight and people are leaving teaching in droves because they came into the field with the love of teaching and wanting to make a difference in a child's life. And there's so much bureaucracy and the pay is so low and all of the things make it a really stressful and hard job. So I'm going to give you 10 ways to support your teacher this year. Very first one is going to be, please pray for them. That is the first one. Pray for them. And even if they were not your choice for your child that year, Pray for them, form a relationship with them and ask them how you can pray for them, how you can be a support for them. Believe the best about them, breathe mercy, live grace. Have a little necklace that says that. It's a great reminder for myself that we all need to be breathing mercy, living grace, taking care of the people who are taking care of our children. And I know after the pandemic, a lot of parents who had to homeschool involuntarily really developed a new appreciation for what it takes to actually manage, guide, lead, and teach in a classroom. So there for a short while, we were very generous with our gifts. Here, what can I give you? What can I do to help you? How can I bless you? As the school year starts, as it continues, make it a habit, write it down in your journal, set timers on your phone, 
Pray for your teachers. Believe the best in them. Breathe mercy. Live grace. Number two is build a relationship with them. When you have opportunities to meet them, to greet them, to go be a part of the classroom, to volunteer in the classroom, please answer your emails. Build that relationship without being a helicopter parent where you have to know everything that's going on every minute of the day. Let's build a constructive, positive relationship whereby they feel comfortable sharing concerns, issues, and problems, and you feel comfortable doing the same, where you can ask questions and you can get answers and you can help your child. You guys can be on the same page and work together for the most successful school year that you could possibly have. Number three, I love, what about a surprise treat as you're dropping kids off in the morning? If you guys have made, say, Rice Krispie treats the night before, if that was part of your back to school celebration and you've made some little fun cupcakes or Rice Krispie treats, or you stop at Starbucks and you bring them a coffee or a gift card, any of those things, who doesn't love a little surprise? I mean, hello, my hand is up, I volunteer as tribute, I'll always take a surprise gift. So those are just little fun things that say, I support you. I'm encouraging you. I want you to have a great day. Number four. Now, we talked about this in episode 70. Have a schedule. You have a schedule at home. Please watch for notes. Please look for and write down the dates of whatever is happening in the classroom. The teachers take the time to put all this stuff on their portal. So check the website. Check your child's portal. Check the homework help your teachers help your kids. Okay. So have a schedule so that things get done and that you are looking for the notes and the dates and the guidelines. Having habits, having set up a habit to help you do those things are so important to the teacher because it's so frustrating when you've done all these lesson plans or you've made all the, the preparations and then the parents don't follow through. So please do your part to help your teacher help your kids. Number five, this one is one that we used to call Sunday afternoon roast. <laughs> that was that was just a secret message between my husband and myself where we deliberately chose not to have roast preacher, roast pastor for the drive home from church. So between church and lunch, we weren't going to have roast pastor, meaning that we weren't going to criticize what we disagreed with in his sermon. We weren't going to criticize the pastor in front of the kids. So I'm going to encourage you to do the same. Don't have roast teacher. When the kids come home with their complaints and their criticisms, I will tell you today, oh my goodness, and this was true 20 years ago, it is still true today, that your little Johnny is not perfect. Oh, I know that hurt. So let me, let me take it back. Rosalinda and Johnny and all of the, all of the names that we have for all of our children, they aren't perfect. There's always two sides to that story. And it really pays to listen with a grain of salt when you're being told this dramatic tale before you go off the deep end and go in and blast the teacher or the administration Make sure that in a calm and comfortable way, you get all the facts for whatever the story is. Now, sometimes that does require some self-righteous indignation and you go and you intervene and you intercede on behalf of the child. Sometimes it means that you don't, that you have this conversation. Maybe the problem is your child. So whatever that is, number five is, as far as possible, support your teacher and what they're doing in the classroom 
Don't criticize them and don't buy into whatever it is that your child is saying that may or may not be truth and then support the truth. Whatever that truth is, maybe it is that your child is right, but support that truth. Okay. The next one, number six is be considerate. And this is so funny, but because parents don't think a thing or at least when I was in the classroom, parents didn't think a thing about just showing up when you're trying to get everybody in and trying to get everybody settled and the day off to a good start to just pop in and they want to just chat about little Susie Q or about the football game that's coming up Friday night or whatever. But showing up unannounced, angry, happy. I mean, if you're showing up with a treat and saying, have a good day, you're dropping it off and you're leaving. That's one thing. If you're showing up to land blast the teacher, that's not your best time. So make an appointment. Be careful about the after hours, about sending texts and messages and using that phone number that they give you. Be very considerate and careful. Would you want somebody from your work texting you at eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night or five o'clock in the morning. Believe me, I sometimes don't appreciate the fact that I have given customers my phone number. It's a very sacred thing to give someone your phone number. So I would just say as number six is just be considerate when you text, how you text, how late you text, and of asking questions that your children should have the answers to or that you should have the answers to because it came out in your packet. That's incredibly frustrating. Okay, number seven, make sure that you're keeping your teachers, your children's teachers in the loop of whatever is going on at your house. I'm not saying spread all of your dirty laundry out for all the world to hear, but if you have things going on in the home that is affecting the way your child is interacting at school, maybe it's angry outbursts, falling asleep, not eating, crying, being sullen, they've had mood changes because you and your husband are fighting all the time, you're getting a divorce, you've lost a pet, somebody close to them has died, maybe they're being bullied or have other issues going on at school that they have told you about, maybe you've changed their medications. Whatever the issues are or possibly could be, make sure that you're touching base with your teachers and letting them know, hey, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. I'm not sure how this is affecting, if it is at all, but Kaylee, as she's coming to school, my mom has been really sick. I've been traveling and been gone a lot from home and we've noticed that she's not sleeping. She's waking up. So I don't know if that's carried over into the classroom, but I wanted to give you a heads up. That's what's going on. Something simple, something short. You don't have to go into crazy details. Number eight, when you're packing your lunches, be mindful of what you're packing and how you're packing it. And this is going to sound so silly, but here's the deal. That teacher that's got your child also has whatever number of other children with them. They only get that same 20 minutes to eat lunch as well. So if they have to open 24 juice boxes and 24 screwed onto tightly thermoses and 24 whatevers, by the time they get through all of that and they answer all of the teacher, teacher, teacher questions, then their time to eat is actually gone. So please be mindful of that. Or if you send snacks that are going to explode all over them or that are messy, those are just really tricky and teachers end up having to clean those up. So if you're going to send that, please make sure that your little one knows how to clean up and open that themselves and clean up their own mess. Number nine, 
Be the teacher's biggest cheerleader, even if they're not your favorite personality. As a solid front, be that teacher's biggest cheerleader. And as you pray for them and believe the best in them and you give them mercy and you give them grace, then that will show, that will help your relationship, help their relationship with their child and help your child respect and go back to school. That's going to be the most conducive to them learning. And then number 10 is anytime it is feasible, I want to encourage you to volunteer in the classroom if that's allowed. Help them out, even if it's cutting out letters for a bulletin board or purchasing books from the Scholastic Book Fair or helping them to build their own library in the classroom. Supplies for their for their classroom that they don't have to purchase for themselves. Teachers spend a lot of out-of-pocket money doing erasers and pencils and paper for kids who have less for books for their classroom to be able to provide an enriching experience. So if you're going to do something for the teacher, ask them what it would be, but don't be afraid to spend your dollars in that teacher's classroom because ultimately that affects your child as well. So these are just a couple of tips, 10 tips on ways that you can support your teacher this year. I would love for you to put in the comments and in the DMs, Anything else that you know that would be an encouragement, something that a teacher friend has shared with you, because anytime we can be an encouragement to another person, we're being a blessing. And what better person to encourage and support than those that are pouring into your kids alongside of you, that are using their gifts and giving them time, effort, and attention. With that, I'm going to pray over the school year and pray over you, and particularly if you're the homeschooling mom that who's going to who's going to pour all these things into you? Well, I'm going to give you an encouragement. Do it for yourself. But Lord Jesus, as we send our kids back to school for another school year, there's lots of things that we can be afraid of. Guns and shooting and bullies and um, coming into the school that our little ones should not see or hear. Father, I pray that you would protect these children as they go to school this year. For all the mamas listening, that you would encourage them to be an encouragement, that you would help them to find rest and help them to believe the best and to love always. Father, it's in your name I pray for our littles as they are away from us. In Jesus' name, amen. So guys, take some of these ideas and go be a blessing to your teacher this year. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Until next time, this is Kathy. guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at Kathy Lanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.